0: I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests, too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You're listening to The Wanna Be Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 133. On today's show, I'm looking back on what it was like to host the uh, Christmas holidays at our home as a minimalist. So if you've ever been nervous about going minimalist because you like to host, well stay tuned to see how it went at our house. Hey there my wannabe minimalist friend, welcome back to the show. I am super excited you're here. It is the last episode of 2022 and I am looking forward to the fresh new year and just kind of starting off. I love the new year. I love starting fresh. And it's just a great time to really have that clean slate. But I wanted to take today to look back on what it was like to host this year. This was actually the first year we've hosted the Christmas holidays with my family and um, we celebrate Christmas. And so we had everybody come here and it was an eye-opening and interesting experience. And so I wanna share that with you today just in case you are interested in going minimalist, but the idea of hosting a celebration is has been what's holding you back because you just think, you know, I would love to do it, but what happens if I have a bunch of people at my house? Or what happens if I'm hosting? Are people going to be comfortable? So I'm going to give you an inside look at how it went. And our family just took off this morning. It is Tuesday, the 27th when I'm recording this. This will come out tomorrow. And so this is super fresh in our mind. They did actually just head out this morning. So it will be um, an interesting look at how it worked for us and maybe some things we would do differently, or maybe not. We'll find out. But if this is your first time here, I want to say welcome to the show. I am excited that you are here and I will do my best to provide information that is helpful, inspiring, um, and just maybe a little entertaining. I don't actually think I'm that funny, but hopefully it will be entertaining and it will just help you realize that there are different ways to live. And we can kind of figure out and pick the things that work really well for us and not necessarily have to adopt everything if it just doesn't work for our situation or our families. And that's what this is all about. It just gives you permission to do what works best for you. And um, so hopefully I can provide a little bit of that. And if you are returning, of course, I'm thrilled to have you back. I just, you guys make the show and I do this show for you. So I am really excited that you've chosen to return and listen to some more. And with that, I want to say thank you to the reviews and uh, shout outs that I've been getting. I did get one this week that I was really excited about. So I want to share that with you. This week's review comes from Lady Thor 5. And she says, I quote, eye opening five stars. Listened to the five hard truths. What a unique way to look at the cleaning process. Can't wait to listen to episode 35. Thank you. End quote. Well, Lady Thor 5, I am excited that you are here, and I'm happy that I was able to give you maybe a new take or a new spin on decluttering. I know that it is just everyone talks about decluttering being the one thing that they need uh, in order to clean up their house, and sometimes decluttering isn't the number one thing we should start with, and so if you are in that boat, go ahead and check out that episode. I believe that was episode 131, and see what you think. See if you agree with Lady Thor 5. All right. So let's hop into today's topic. We are going to be looking at how it went, right? Okay, so let's give you a little bit of backstory. I was only planning on having my parents here, actually. So our house is a three-bedroom house. It's a a small ranch built in 1969 in in Southern California. And so it's kind of typical of that era, which means it's not very big. It's three bedrooms, two baths, but the two guest bedrooms are actually pretty small. They're only 10 by 10. So they're not very big rooms. And so we don't have a ton of space in the house. So I did anticipate to just host my parents. So obviously you can tell that that didn't necessarily be end up how it ended up being, which is great. We had a wonderful time. All right. So let's lay out the scene for you. My parents were scheduled to get here on Friday before uh, Christmas on Sunday. And we were planning to go see Christmas lights and then go for a hike on Christmas Eve. Uh, My mom really wanted to go to Target. They don't have a Target where she is. And so she really wanted to go walk around Target, which, you know, I understand. And it's funny. People think me as a minimalist would be like, oh, my gosh, that's the worst thing ever. But when we lived in Europe for a while, we did have a, a quick little visa reset trip back to the U.S. And one of the things I asked my friends to do with me was go to Target and walk around with a coffee and the cart. And it's so funny because it it really is something that a lot of other countries or even places without Targets don't have that. And so I totally understood why my mom wanted to do that. Now, I don't believe I even bought anything when I went around um, with my friends on that quick visa reset trip a few years ago. But my mom, I, she didn't have that much to buy either. We just had a few little things we needed to pick up. Um, And so we were in and out pretty quick on Christmas Eve, but she really enjoyed just getting to kind of have that experience again. And it was she and I. So it was a really nice um, just girls trip. We got our coffees and we wandered around and just got to hang out together. So it was a little special time for just she and I. And so then Christmas Eve, we kind of hung out, had our thing. And then Christmas Day, we had Christmas morning here. This was the schedule. And then my niece and nephew and their significant others they are in their mid-20s, they were planning to come the day after Christmas. Well, we end up chatting, and then they were just going to stay for the afternoon, and then um, my parents were going to head home today. Like I said, is Tuesday. They were going to head home this morning. Well, we end up chatting with my niece, and she, they were kind of the the holiday celebration she had had at her dad's house was a little bit different than she was expecting. They went. Had a really busy Christmas Eve, and then their Christmas Day was a little more mellow. And so it turned out most of the people were going to bed early. All the family that was there um, at their house was going to bed early. So they didn't have plans for Christmas night. So we ended up inviting them over late afternoon on Christmas Day, and they ended up coming down. They were about an hour and a half away. So they ended up driving down and staying the night Christmas night, which we had not planned on. Then the, um, My nephew had kind of found out about that and thought, well, we could stay there the next night. So then they asked if they could stay the following night. And of course, we said yes. We were very excited to have more people and just have them here because they're family and we love them and we don't get to spend enough time together. So we said yes. So now our house went from normally only having three people living here to having two additional guests and then four additional adult guests on top of it. So our little three bedroom, two bath house was now um housing nine people. <laughs> now we're gonna get into a couple of the different uh kind of the big things and we can kind of see the things we have, but we are minimalists in in a way. Like I wouldn't, we're not extreme, right? This is the wannabe minimalist show. So it is all about the middle ground and kind of having a happy medium in life. So this is not we're not extreme. We don't have a hundred things per person um in our house and that's it we definitely like to entertain and have people over and and have our friends over, but it's generally just, you know, three or four people at a time, not an additional, uh, what did we have, an additional six. (laughs) So we're not used to having an additional six people here at once. And so it was a little bit of a challenge. But let's talk about the three major things, because I think people get really concerned if they start to get rid of all their stuff that they're not going to be able to host. and. I will go ahead and say right now, we had a wonderful time. We really did. So the first area that can be a challenge is sleeping everybody, right? We have three bedrooms. We have nine people here. How the heck did we have all of the people in our house? Well, um, my parents, because they're in a different place and they kind of sleep on different schedules. So my dad was in the office guest room on an air mattress <laughs> and my mom was in our daughter's room on an air mattress. And so then our daughter was in her room. She was sharing it with her Grammy. And then uh, my husband and I were still in our main bedroom. And so then the first night, my niece and her um, boyfriend, they slept on the couch in the living room. We have a big sectional couch. So they slept on the big sectional couch. And then the following day, when my nephew and his girlfriend were here, we pulled out our camping gear. So we have uh, blow up like sleeping pads and we have sleeping bags. So we pulled all of that out. And we used, I will tell you, we used every sheet, every blanket and sleeping bags, sleeping pads. We had every pillow. We were using couch pillows and bed pillows and extra pillows. We had everything because we we supplied it all. And so as a minimalist, I only have so many sheets. I think I had, I generally, thankfully, we just bought a set an extra pair of sheets and I hadn't gotten rid of our our last set, just because I knew we would be hosting. So I thought, oh, I'll keep a couple extra just in case. So yeah, we used everything, every sheet, every pillow, everything. And it worked out just fine. Now we had to get creative, but that is how life works. Now, if we wouldn't have had that stuff, we could have, you know, we would have figured it out because it was more important to us. Like we could have had our daughter sleep in our bed with us, and used her blankets and her stuff, right, if we really needed to. There are ways to get creative. So I think if I say we used everything we had, people might get a little nervous. But you can get creative. It was amazing how we were able to fit everyone. They were able to sleep on the floor with those sleeping pads. So it all worked out just fine. The second big area that I think people get nervous about is eating, the eating situation. Where the heck do you fit that many people to eat? Because again, we're really only equipped for three people. We have eight plates, people. Eight. Eight big plates. That's it. Eight big plates, eight small plates, six bowls. That's what we have for food in our, or, you know, for eating utensils and stuff like that in our house. And so, you know what? We used the eight big plates, and one of us ate on a small plate, and if we needed other ones, I think my mom and I and our, and our daughter, ate on small plates for one meal because we had the other plates were used as serving platters. Because again, I don't have all that stuff in my house. I have, I try to get by with what we can use. And so we just, we did, we ran the dishwasher at least twice, if not three times a day. No big deal. We would just wash the dishes as we finished them. And so, you know, yeah, there was, Mark Kitchen got a workout. I mean, we were making two to three meals a day, We had um, overnight French toast. We had a full turkey dinner. We had we made up, just kind of put everything together and got stuff out of the pantry to make food on um, the day after Christmas because we weren't really anticipating everyone being here. We hadn't planned that ahead of time. And I didn't want to have to go to the store again and get a whole bunch of stuff. But I did send my husband and my dad went and just got a few things. We needed a few rolls and we got some more potatoes so we can make mashed potatoes. Uh, So they were able to zip in and out of the store, uh, which was really helpful. And so that kind of took care of eating. And then we all squeezed around our tiny table. Now, our table really only sits, fits six comfortably. It's kind of, it's it's a table we had when we lived in Chicago. And we had a tiny, tiny, tiny living room in Chicago. And so it's one of those, the sides fold up, it can fold down into a buffet table and it can fold out into a table that fits six. But the way the legs are, it's not super comfortable for more than six. There's no leaf, it can't extend, any of that kind of stuff. So we may have to upgrade. If we're going to be hosting, this might be something that we need to look into upgrading. So, you know, there are definitely areas for improvement. But it worked. We were able to eat three or four meals around this table with nine of us, and it worked out. We, We brought in we had a couple you know extra side benches we had a piano stool we had our, da- my, our daughter's uh, office chair like her school study chair uh, you know we had that we pulled that out we had every seat we could imagine we pulled up to the table so again we're using everything we had and we got some things we had to be creative with but it worked out we all sat around the table and it was really an enjoyable experience it was great to be able to sit there together and share a meal
1: I know that raising a Differently Wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.
0: Feel like you're the martyr in your family. So that was the second thing was eating. So yes, you can make the plates work. If you I mean, we could have used paper plates if we wanted to. But I really enjoyed using the regular plates. I try to do reusable as much as possible because it is better for the planet. And I understand there are times where it's the necessity. Sometimes it's just worth it to use the disposables. But we got away with using our regular plates. Cups. We I mean, we had to wash our cups after every time we used every cup we had our uh you know there's a lot of adults here so we opened up our bar we used all of the bar cups we used all of our wine glasses we used our you know our our tall glasses our short glasses we used pretty much everything for every meal and then we would just wash them in the dishwasher and they'd be ready to go for the next meal so it was doable and the third area the big area that i think people get nervous about is the bathroom situation, right? Again, two bathrooms, nine people gets a little tight, um, but it wasn't too bad, right? We had, um, now here's another thing. We only have six, six towels, six bath towels, because that gives, when we have, even when we have guests here, generally, we only have two additional people. So that gives a towel for each of us. It gives two towels for each of us in our family. And so then we have the extra towels when we have people over. We don't generally have nine people here, so we got creative, right? We got creative and used our beach towels. There are other options. You don't have to only use bath towels for the bath. So we pulled out the beach towels, and that gave us the extra three towels that we needed. So every single person had their own towel, and we could use that uh, to take to tide us over for a couple days. Again, these are temporary situations, and we were able to take care of it we were able to you know not worry about it and that is one of the things that i think minimalism has really helped me understand is that stuff is stuff but the experiences that we get those are really special it's really special to be able to have people all under the same roof for a couple of days and it's really special to be able to get to spend that time and time really is what makes relationships grow you can be blood related and not spend any time together, and your relationship kind of gets stagnant. It doesn't grow because people grow, we all grow, and we're all doing different things and my niece and nephew they're off they're you know they're in their mid twenties, and it's just so interesting, actually early to mid twenties. it's so interesting to kind of see what is going on in their life and you know the challenges they're facing and the the wins that they have and the things that are going on and getting to know them on an adult level, which we haven't gotten to do a ton of because we've been traveling a lot and and they've been moving to different places. And so um, my niece doesn't live very close to us. And so it was really great to get to have that special time with her to get to stay up late and chat and to see how life is going and, and dig into the topics that you don't get into when you only see people, you know, for an hour or two. And uh, you know, so it was really special. It was really, really special. And it didn't matter that we were using beach towels, and it didn't matter that we had to wash our dishes, and it didn't matter that people were sleeping on couches. They're in their 20s, right? It was easier for them um to take care of that. And so it really was great. And the other thing, you know, it was one of those magical Christmas moments. I remember being younger as a child and Christmas just being. Magical, because we got to have different experiences with our with my cousins, I was actually the young one of the youngest ones in my family um and so I had all these older cousins and we would hang out at the holidays and we'd play games and we'd do all this stuff and Our daughter got to have that experience right she got to hang out with the older cousins and granted these cousins are a lot older than my cousins were when I was growing up but they were just so great with her. And they played games, they played Minecraft, and they played, you know, they made bracelets. And we played silly like minute to win it type games. Um, My mom put those together. And it was just really cute. We had, um, you know, silly gifts that we opened of like candy and uh, pens and, uh, you know, little silly putties and things like that. So she had like a little white elephant to go with our minute to win it. So when you got the game, you got to open the gift and Um, you know, just silly little things like that, that become core memories. And our daughter is of the age where she is going to start remembering these holidays. And so I know that this one is going to be a very special one that lives in her heart for a very long time. And it didn't have anything to do with the stuff. It had to do with the people who were here, and the moments we spent together, and the getting to stay up late, and the getting to just giggle and laugh and play games and and enjoy each other's company. And so if you are concerned that you don't want to get rid of your stuff because what if I have people over? What if we have what if we host a dinner and I don't have the gravy boat? Guess what? I didn't have a gravy boat. It doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't matter. You will figure out a solution that works for that time. And if you don't, you're probably not going to remember the one thing that didn't get on the table because you didn't have a plate to put it on. Or nobody's going to care. You can do cafeteria style if you don't have any serving ware. You can have paper plates or paper, you know, plastic silverware if you need to, if you're going to run out. And, you know, it doesn't matter. What really matters is the fact that you take the time and you have those shared experiences. So that is one of the things that we are going to remember. I just wanted to give you a glimpse into what our holiday was like Because it was a little unexpected. You know, it was last minute, it was impromptu, it was put together kind of without really any planning. We basically just said, Oh, you know, my niece seemed a little down. We said, Well, you're welcome to come here tonight if you want. And they said, Okay. So it was kind of a yes holiday, right? And that is one thing that minimalism has given to me. It has given me the ability to say yes more. And I worry less about. If it's going to be okay, if it's going to turn out perfect, because I know that it's going to turn out good enough. And usually good enough is amazing. So I hope that if you are on the fence with, you know, letting stuff go or you're on the fence with embracing this less is more idea in life, that you will give it a go and you will give it a try. And it's going to feel scary at first. And that is just part of the process. But I hope that in the end, you will get a chance to really try it out and put it on put it to the test like we did this week because i don't know it's hard i can't i don't want to keep saying it was amazing or it was wonderful or all these things but it really was um we had such a great time and the stuff didn't matter right like we had bags everywhere and we had you know shoes everywhere and it didn't matter like it was nice that we had enough space for people to be here without having to worry about where they were going to put things because our house was cluttered, right? Our house isn't cluttered. We had flat surfaces that had space on them. So people could put their drinks down and we could put new presents places and all things like that. And it was just great to be able to say yes. So I want you to be able to say yes to more in your life, more experiences, more fun, more impromptu stuff, more stuff that's just going to be spontaneous and light up your life. Instead of saying, I'm scared, right? Don't be scared to let go and-, and just live the life that you really want to be living. That is my wish for you as we head into the new year. Um, As we turn into January, I'm going to be back on here talking about decluttering. You know, we'll do some challenges. I'll probably revive that avalanche decluttering challenge. People really enjoyed that one. So I will be reviving that uh, the first week of January. So Just go enjoy the holiday, you know, relax and recuperate from the last Christmas holiday if you celebrate, um, or from Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate, um, the winter solstice, any and all things are welcome. So just take some time to recuperate and rejuvenate and relax. Enjoy the new year, come up with some of your goals that you want, and just think about the kind of life you want to be living in 2013. And then we will regroup next week and we will dive back into decluttering and getting our houses in order. And um, I'll have a book coming out soon. So I'm really excited to start uh, talking about that and sharing that with you. And so, yeah, let's just enjoy as we head into the new year. And let's get ready for a a life of yes. Um, Yes, being open to new experiences. Yes, being open to Just whatever life uh, sends your way. And so hopefully we can open up to more joy and less clutter. All right. Um, So thank you for sticking with me and listening to me basically just talk a little more off the cuff today. Um, Just give you a little glimpse inside to our life and how things have been going. And with that, I want to turn it to you. So I want to know, how did your holiday go? Did I maybe tip the scales and have you interested in trying out uh, a little bit more minimalism, thinking that maybe it will open you up to a life of more? I don't know. Come on over and join us in the conversation we'll be having on Facebook over there, talking about how people's holidays went and um, and what they might do differently next year. So that's over. that's going to be over on the Wannabe Minimalist Family Group on Facebook. So you can look us up on Facebook or I'll have the links in the show notes. And as always, I will also have links to additional resources on my website, and you can find those at wannabeclutterfree.com slash 133. Again, that's wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 133. And with that, I hope you have a fabulous day, and I will see you back here next week. I'm Deanna Yates, and you've been listening to Wannabe Minimalist. Cheers.